Our Native Spirits was birthed in 2019 by entrepreneur Ashley Muemizi. At the time of conceptualization, Ashley was looking for in-house wine and spirits to complement the menu at his then-restaurant, Afro Lounge. Ashley joins us on the show to share some entrepreneurial gems with us. Welcome, Ashley, uh, to Rise of Family. Evening, how are you? Now, <laughs> Ashley, interesting start uh, by that um, introduction there. Obviously, looking for spirits to pay with meals at your former restaurant. Uh, why not just fuse beverages that are already on the market? I mean, wouldn't that have, that have been an easier um, option for you? Uh, look, we're looking at doing a combination of um, mainstream brands. But also, we thought it would be a brilliant idea to have items on our menu. Mm. That uh, were actually crafted by us. Yeah. Mm. Now, Ash, you know, yeah. yeah. Now, Ash, now many entrepreneurs obviously will venture into the alcohol space. Uh, they tend to opt to creating uh, gin. Why do you think that this is the case? Is it cheaper, maybe, to make, or does South Africa have a favorable weather conditions to be able to distill gin? Um, uh, currently, there's two factors. Look, mm. the turnaround time is very quick. Mm. Um, that's the first thing. Uh, number two, it gives you an opportunity to be creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Africa and Africa in general has beautiful botanicals that don't grow anywhere else, you know. Um, so going into the craft uh, gin, it gives an opportunity to be creative. And I come from a creative space. So mm-hmm. for me, this is exciting. Every time we're doing a new flavor, every time we're playing around with botanicals and uh Figuring out what they're going to taste like and what we're going to give to the public is actually the best part of the creative process. Mm. We're actually going to talk about those botanicals later on in our conversation. But I would want to know that, I mean, you, you also can see there's quite a few gins that are out there on the market. So how do you then compete in a space that is so saturated? What do you think your brand uh, or the native brand is has that is so different from what we currently have on our shelves? Um, look, um Yes, everybody says there's a lot of gins on the market, but mm. you know there's a lot of whiskey on the market. There's a lot of beers. There's a lot of wine. Mm. Uh, mm. This has just been an opportunity for us, you know, to start crafting gins uh, that are purely African and you know in the nature of the botanicals. Um, and also, even in the competition space, you know, as as distillers, you shouldn't be competing. Mm. Actually, we should be complementing each other, you know, mm. because. People are coming up with stuff that I didn't even think existed, you know, from a botanical point of view. People are using regional botanicals from KwaZulu-Natal, from the Mpopo, regional botanicals from the Northwest. And, you know, uh, and this is a beautiful thing because we can actually uh, identify based on the the, 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 the source of the botanicals, uh, yeah. where the gin comes from, you know. And it could be uniquely in Pumalanga gin, could be a uniquely Northwest gin, you know. So there's lots of opportunities to actually craft this thing into something bigger than just producing alcohol. Mm-hmm. We are taking care of business on Rise FM with Native Spirits owner Ashley Muemise. If you have any questions or comments for him, you can tweet us on at Rise FM 943. Now, Ashley, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you've since crafted four variations of your gin, which is Native Bula Culture and Karakara, which received a Gold Craft Gin Award last year. Now, what informed your decision to do four instead of just focusing maybe on one? Okay, so in 2019, when we started, you know, we started with the Silver Gin, which is the the, the, the main uh, brand, the Mm. Native Gin. Mm. And um, with the Native Gin, we used 15 different botanicals, um, and we created a Silver Gin. 
And, you know, 2019, we thought, um, you know, ladies would like something pink. Mm. And we did the hibiscus gin, which is the culture gin. Um, together with Native, they were launched for the same day. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny enough is that uh, what we thought was going to be a ladies' gin is more bought by men, wow. you know, which is okay. the culture gin, which is the pink gin. Yeah, so, you know, uh, there goes the idea of thinking pink drinks are for women. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, um, a year later, then, uh, we decided to do a different flavor. Uh, mm-hmm. Just to experiment. Like I said, you know, you've got all these, you know, if you go to a distillery, any distillery, mm. uh, you'll find a shelf full of what I call muti, you know, plants, roots, flowers, you name it, you know. So, you, you have all these things, and you just want to see what can happen. And the idea came to us to say, why don't we do an orange-infused gin? Mm. Yes. You know, like a proper... Mm orange infusion mm. and uh, after much research came across an, an orange called the caracara mm. you know so caracara is actually adopted from the name of the orange and uh, not because i'm from pretoria and we love caracara i really <laughs> thought it was a, i yeah. really thought it was a pretoria thing <laughs> <laughs> no it's not actually it's the actual name of the orange that we've used so we adopted the name and gave it the name native caracara. Mm. Um, and with pula um, Pula we launched in November and we already sold out. Mm. Uh, with Pula, a lot of our clients used to say to us, you know, I love gin. I, I, I don't drink much of gin. I buy it for my wife or I buy it for my friends. Mm. I'm more of a whiskey drinker. So a lot of research went into how do we solve that problem, yeah. but with gin, mm. you know. So with Pula, we use the method of making whiskey, but to make gin. So we barrel-aged Pula for eight months. Mm. 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 Yeah. It is taking care of business on Rise FM with Native Spirits owner, Ashley Momise. And if you've got any questions or comments, please send them through via WhatsApp line on 072-885-7702. Now, you know, I, I've seen your bottles. Um, <laughs> to be quite honest. Well, like you uh, drank the bottles. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw them. I drank them. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, how did you come up with these names? I mean, and these different, obviously, ingredients uh, for each and every single bottle. Um, and 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 for me, very important. I'm I'm in Bumalanga at the moment. I've never seen gin yeah. like that. To be quite honest, where can yeah. we get this gin? Okay, so uh, let me answer the first question. How did we come up with uh, the name? So, you know, um, the the whole concept when we started was how do we take back who we are, you know? How do we recognize ourselves? And, you know, we demonize the word native, Mm -hmm. but native means belonging, you know? You're a native of Mpumalanga if you're originally from Mpumalanga. You're a native of Europe if you're originally from Europe. Mm. You're a native of Africa if you're originally from Africa. Some of the plants that we've used in the gen are native to Hartebias, you know, or native to Kalinen. Or, oh, you know okay. what I mean? So okay. native is belonging. And for me, it was how do we own it? How do we take it back and own it? And, 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 and I saw an opportunity to grow it. I know I knew it was going to be controversial because I have a T-shirt that says I am native, mm. and I know every time I walk into a mostly white space, a lot of people become uncomfortable, but they shouldn't be because everybody should be claiming the fact that they are native. Mm. You know, whether it's native South African or African or European, doesn't matter. You know, and uh, the botanicals we chose were, we chose were very deliberate. You know, um, so the names actually for the different gen were. You know, as Africans, we give each child has a different character as such. They're given different names. So the core name is native, but it would be native as the original and the native culture, which is taking, which is honoring our own culture, mm. our native culture. 
And then you're looking at Karakara, which was just a deviation from the whole brand. But that was just us showing what we can do with what is available. And then with native Pula, Pula brings, rain brings uh, prosperity. Rain brings growth. Yeah. Rain, Kaswana, we've got a thing called Amogo, where the rain just clears and prepares for harvest for for uh, it clears all the winter and the the spring and 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 you know you you actually um, can celebrate the growth you know that rain brings you know mm. um, yeah and you know in Tswana we always greet each other and say Pula you know mm. uh, wishing each other prosperity so Pula was just naturally just grew into what it is. It is taking care of business with Zingisa Chirwa and Wadi Bazibugo still chatting to the owner of Native Spirits, that's Ashley Muemise, telling us about how he came up with the names of his gin, Native Culture, Karakara and Bula. Now, Ashley, um, you obviously spoke about Bula being made in a barrel and usually, obviously, when you distill gin, that's not the case. So does this mean that Pula is more your high engine. Does that then have a different target market from just the, the normal people that would then uh, enjoy this beverage? Yeah, so Pula has become our premium uh, gin. Uh, so, you know, very interesting enough, uh, it, it was not really made in a barrel. So Pula, uh, we started by making kombut. Mm. So if you open Pula and you smell the cock of the Pula, you would smell uh, a bit of mkomboti on it. Mm. And then we then distilled mkomboti into neutral alcohol mm. and then uh, distilled it into gin and then barrel-aged it for eight months. Wow. So that was in a French oak barrel. That was the second pour. The barrel had brandy before. So for whiskey drinkers would be at length 15. For uh, cognac drinkers would be more of a your Hennessy uh, uh, flavor flow, uh, profile that you pick up from the gin. So it, it's, you know, funny thing is that I always tell people that Pula is actually the original gin, not the clear gin, because in the 1500s, people didn't have really bottles. Mm-hmm. So everything was put in barrels. As such, it would not come out clear, but it would come out woody uh, with that wood color, you know. So it's quite an interesting product. Um and very complex in the way that it is made. Mm. Now, actually, it is one thing making gin. It's a whole nother thing uh, beginning to distribute and or convincing retailers to, to have your gin. So how's that process been? Um, it's been challenging. You know, I've been attending the Proudly South African Summit uh, this week, mm-hmm. and that also being the biggest thing is uh, access to market. Um, it is easy to go on the shelves, but you you must be willing to give up a bit of your your profit margin, mm. you know. Uh, so our local um, uh, retailers um, are not favorable for us at the moment being as small as we are. Yeah. You know, when we've grown and we're bigger and we're producing in large quantities, then it would be more attractive. Right now, our retailers, um, it's not really attractive to go on the shelf. Having said that, doesn't mean we don't have ambitions too. Mm. You know, it's just that we are realistic about where we, where we are at how much we're going to lose, and also that the 90-day period of payment is, yeah, it's also not attractive. So mm-hmm. online, online has proven to be to be um, the best uh, recipe for us, and we in Botswana nationally though, you know, which is funny, we in bottle stores in Botswana throughout the country from Tasani to Balabe to Francistown, Maung, Habroni, and Joni, and. Um, it's funny that in Botswana we nationwide and, you know, we're looking at now other African markets mm, because mm. it has proven to be a lot easier to export than 
to go on the shelf locally. Yeah. You know, from a profit from a profit point of view. I wanted to say thank you so much, Esther, for joining us and on today's show. I think you've got a very interesting product. Um, certainly, I haven't seen um, something that looks like it um, in, in the past before. And I thank you so much for joining us this evening and please enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for having me. And that was Native Spirits owner Ashley Mwemi said it is taking care of business on Rise FM.